This is Comatose, a weekly collection of anecdotes, stories, poetry, and insightful commentary. Every few weeks, we do a special edition interview episode of Comatose. This week, we are very excited to have on Maverick Ice. He is the author of All Men Tell Lies, currently in its second edition out now, which you can find over in Amazon in hardcover, paperback, and Kindle editions. We started off by asking Maverick to tell us a little about his book and his inspirations in writing All Men Tell Lies. Just to let you know about the, the book itself, it was is a book about a man's growth. It takes you through a story from where I was a young kid looking up to my father, which was, I would say, a, a very good man. And he had his struggles. And, you know, his whole mystique was with women. And I wanted to be like my father. Although he wasn't around a lot, when I did see him, I, I looked up to his mystique around people and always saw how he always made women smile just by his charisma, his smile, and this, this is conversation. And I was like, man, that's what I wanted. The book takes you through a place where I, um, I found love early and it kind of eluded me and found myself heartbroken as a kid and um, as a teenager and just did not want to feel that again. And that kind of fueled me to become more like my father and didn't really want to be um, in any kind of relationship. I just wanted the person being able to talk to who I wanted to talk to, the freedom of being able to talk to who I wanted to talk to, which led me to lying a lot because uh, at that point, in my life, uh, you know, that's what was done to me. People lied to me, so I felt like it was okay to lie to them. That's the reason for the title being, you know, a great fit. All men tell lies. And I don't mean that all men are liars with that. I feel like this is one of those things where men sometimes, when you, you want to you know, uh, step up to the plate and approach a, a, a young lady or a lady or whatever, you know, you may not be where you want to be, but maybe your strength, your strengths are your ambition. And sometimes women don't see that up front. Sometimes they, you have to show them. And sometimes you only get one shot. I believe in taking advantage of every opportunity. So sometimes you don't get a second chance. So those things kind of lead to me and kind of stretching the truth a little bit about maybe where they work or what their current situation is, so forth and so on. And I think all men tell lies directly affects that. And um, I'm excited about the book. I'm excited, I'm more excited about the next book, and I'm excited about the follow-up to All Men Tell Lies, which uh, I won't won't really get into that. But you know, this is a book that um, I feel like anyone that can relate to. Doesn't matter if you're in your mid twenties to your late forties, married, single, divorced, whatever. You know, this is a book I feel like it's going to take you through a range of emotions from laughter to hurt 
through resonating with things that you may have experienced as a child or experiencing through a tough relationship and overcoming that relationship to breathing life into a new one. So I believe and I hope that when people actually read this book and any of my books, that's what they get from it, you know. For anyone who's attempted to write a book, or even those who haven't, the process, or rather the struggle of writing one, includes many moving parts, least of which is actually writing the words on the page. So he then asked Maverick to take us through the journey of getting his book published. All Men Tell Lies was a book that... Um, came about where I was in a relationship and I was actually happy and I, I wasn't sure where I was going career-wise. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but one day I, I sat out. Actually, it was one of the days I was um, at church and I heard a word that said, hey, you was meant to be the head, not the tail. And what that means is that you, you're meant to be a leader, not a follower. And I always said I was going to write a story because I've uh, had a pretty interesting life, whether good or bad, is it's unique. So where I decided was to sit down and write my story, wrote it from a first person narrative. It took me about maybe three months to get everything done. At that point is where I reached out to publishers found the publisher page publishing out of New York where I was very impressed with how they um, wanted to work with me and how aggressive they were about pushing me out as um, as a new author and really show uh, mutual interest in the project and I just felt like that was the best route to go at that time and it led me to fly out to New York and at that time um, I was scheduled to meet with my publishing coordinator which I think his name was John also so shout out to John on commentos here but anyway went out there John was actually sick it, I was only scheduled to be out there for 24 hours <laughs> a guy from South Carolina flying all the way to New York City in the middle of Manhattan well Anyway, um, after getting a phone call that he wasn't there, I decided, like, I'm sitting at lunch, and I look at um, the young lady I was dating, and she's kind of confused. I'm kind of in my, I mean, in my chest, my, my heart just dropped, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the restroom. Went to the restroom, kind of washed my face, and I was like, no, I'm, I came up here for a reason. I'm not going to leave. So, anyway, I left out and finished my lunch and told um, my young lady I was dating at the time that we're gonna still go to the office. We're going to the office. So it was like nine minutes away on my phone anyway. And nine minutes in New, in New York on your phone means like 30 minutes. So, cause it took us about 25, 30 minutes to get to the place cause of all the people that's out in New York City. And if you've never been to New York City, it's crazy. It's people out in the middle of the day, all day. People just always in a rush. People going here and there. People trying to stop you for pictures. Everything is, is an experience. And so 
imagine a guy from South Carolina trying to maneuver his way through New York City with no guide and just his phone telling him where to go. So just had to trust faith, man, and trust trust my vision. You know, what I I knew what, what I wanted to do and I was determined to get there. So anyway, long story short, I got there and went upstairs and went to the office and of course the, the doors all locked. I had to ring the doorbell and explain to who I was and all that stuff. And luckily when I got in, they let me in and I got a chance to sit down with the president of the publishing company. And uh, I think his name was Steve. Steve sat down. We had a great meeting in his office for about an hour. We had mutual interest in music. I used to manage some artists, and he actually was managing a couple of artists or affiliated with a couple of artists out in New York City. And um, we had um, a mutual kinship from there. And uh, he actually threw me a radio interview, which was great because that's at that point, you know, nothing was given to you, you know, you had to pay for everything. Once I left there, you know, just a, a great, he gave me some great tools and tips on making sure I was, I was able to become a successful author. And I was just very grateful for that time and had a, a great rest of the day. It just felt like I was on cloud nine. So, um, the next day I left out of New York, left, flew back to South Carolina with just, uh, First energy went to work on production as far as promotion and marketing my book. I started recording YouTube videos, started doing Facebook posts about the book, Twitter, Instagram, just anything that was that was interesting. I tried to put out there. So, and just to let you know, you know, let you guys know that. The whole process of publishing a book takes about four months. So you got your editing, your formatting, your cover design, um, structure, all of that stuff takes time. And, and, you know, everything has to get approved. Everything has to go back and forth, and you know, between author and publisher, which is which is good. But it's, it's just one of those things that takes time you know in the midst of this time was about four months so it had gave me like a buffer time where i was pretty much just kind of waiting so i decided to take use of that time and market and promote my book so that led to all of those things sometime after his first book was published maverick put out a second edition of all men tell lies with a separate publishing company we wondered how this publishing company came into the picture and how exactly his second edition became reality. To get to the second edition of my book, I was approached by Tate Publishing out of Oklahoma City in about two, maybe two and a half months after I released the first book. The book, once I released it, people were sharing it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It was probably the most exciting time of my life to seeing all the, the buzz about this book. Um, that garnered the attention of another publisher that wanted to release a second edition of my book. Actually, I turned them down about six times before uh, me and my assistant, Renee, Shout out to Renee. 
agreed that this was the right thing to do. I wanted millions and millions of dollars and it didn't work out like that. <laughs> Being a new author, you have to, it's levels to this thing and you have to take your, um, you gotta take what opportunities are there and maximize them and then grow to the next level. Everybody doesn't start at the top. So after agreeing to the contract and which was a, a great opportunity, I just wanted to, you know, just wanted to cash out <laughs> at that point. So, um, but it was a great opportunity. It had me, gave me an opportunity to sit down and actually rewrite a lot of the things that I wanted to clear up from the first book and actually create some dynamic characters and actually meet with a established uh, editor that used to work for Greenville News for Greenville News that had like maybe I think she has like maybe 15, 20 years of experience doing that. So after working with her and creating a dynamic story, we put the book out and it just took on another life of its own. It allowed me the opportunity to have speaking engagements, more book signings, Barnes and Noble picked it up and it just turned out to be a all around great great opportunity that I could have never imagined uh, on Maverick's website I am maverickice.com he's dedicated a section to promote something he's hashtagged brunch Sundays it's a great idea about escaping the stress of the week to enjoy time with your friends and we were curious how this whole idea and hashtag came about brunch sunday came about when me and my best friend we got together we was always hanging out me and my, my friends we always hang out as part of the structure down here part of the lifestyle in south carolina but anyway i went to brunch one day and I just loved the experience. And I told him, I said, man, look, let's go to brunch on Sunday, man. And we're going to go to Charlotte, North Carolina. So that day he came to the house. He actually picked me up because I didn't have a car at the time. So we rolled out to Charlotte, North Carolina, went to brunch, ate at this wonderful restaurant, Merce, in uh, Uptown Charlotte. Just fabulous food. Great, great cornbread. So check it out. <laughs> but anyway, that place kind of sparked off what I um, hope to accomplish with All Men to Last. The people was great. They took pictures and they were excited for me. I mean, to this day, they got they have my second edition in their uh, restaurant. It's just a beautiful place. And, um, you know, the whole environment was just great. So I started taking pictures and people started noticing. And I just thought I just called it. I was like, Brunch Sunday. I hashtagged it Brunch Sunday and just kind of took off. Every Sunday we were doing it. <laughs> Every Sunday we would go to new places to have brunch, take pictures, videos. And people was tuning in like it was TV. So maybe that's something that I'm going to put out there in the universe. So hopefully that comes about one day. But, um, but yeah. We would have some mimosas. We would just really enjoy the day. It was probably the most favorite day of the week 
for me and a lot of other people that got to actually tune in on Facebook and stuff like that that got to see a lot of the pictures and stuff like that people still talk about it and I I, I did I think I started that about maybe three years ago now I don't do it as much now because I have a lot more things to do regarding the new book so I haven't had a chance to really do it as much, but uh, I'm definitely going to start it back up and start doing some new things involved with that. So shout out to all the people, all the restaurants that we went to throughout South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Georgia, everywhere that we visited. You guys made me feel comfortable becoming who I am today just by just people just meeting just different people throughout this journey and Brunt Sunday was a, a huge part of that so hashtag Brunt Sunday Maverick's book title All Men Tell Lies is definitely a provocative one and his pseudonym Maverick Ice is rather compelling so lastly we asked Maverick what the origins were of both his book title and the name he's credited by in his works I think with All Men Tell Lies, the title is a provocative title. Of course, I think it can be seen as controversial, but I think once people read the book, I think they're going to get a new sense of, they get a sense of where I was coming from. It's not one of those books that throw men on the bus. I think it's the very opposite, but you know, the title itself is going to create whatever whatever tension or if it is any tension or not but i think any book or story whether it's movie you have to have a provocative title and i think this title represents and illustrates everything that i wanted in the story these um, both of these books so the brand maverick ice is something that i would wanted to approach without fear I wanted to be the whole Maverick Ice thing started because I wanted to be, I wanted to write something with an edge, but not hold back. What I wanted to be, I wanted to be a person that made a difference with my words as well as my actions. And I feel like, I feel like I'm accomplishing that through my writing, through my constant posts, through our high vibes page. On Instagram, me and Renee take take great pride in motivating people and just uplifting people with positive energy, positive quotes, positive a positive message because we believe those things equate to a positive life. So once I actually wrote All Men Tell Lies, you know, I felt like it needed a dynamic name, a dynamic author. Maverick was on TV at the time. I know people thought it came from Top Gun, but it didn't. It came from that movie, The Maverick. And I think Mel Gibson was in that. Like, he was like a cowboy or something. And I was like, that felt right. The ice came from my my brother from another mother. He always called me ice because I was kind of kind of one of those individuals that um, was cold because of his, his um, environment. I didn't smile a lot like I do now. I wasn't happy about anything, you know, thus at that time, because I came from an environment that was tough, man. A lot of people came, a lot of people went through whatever, for whatever reason. So I 
kind of meshed those together and, and we came up with Maverick Ice and uh, the rest is history. And that was our talk with Maverick Ice. You can find him online anytime on Twitter at I am Maverick Ice or at Zach82. His website, I Am Maverick Ice, has all his info about his books, press tour dates, and regular updates about his work. And of course, you can buy Maverick's books right now over on Amazon by simply searching for the book title, All Men Tell Lies. You absolutely cannot miss it. Maverick Ice, thank you very much for sharing your time and your thoughts with us all. If you enjoyed what you heard from Maverick and would like to hear other great anecdotes, poetry, and cultural commentary, you can search for our other episodes at comapod.com. That's C-O-M-A-P-O-D.com. Or you can search for us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or whatever your podcatching software may be. Let us know what you think. Tweet at us at Comatose Podcast. The great thing about Comatose is that we are completely free. But if you feel you gained something from today's episode, We'd appreciate immensely if you left us a five-star rating, maybe, on iTunes, or by leaving us a bite-sized review by searching for Comatose Podcast on iTunes. And absolutely, you can leave us a donation by hitting that PayPal button at the top of the page over at Comapod.com. Folks, we want to thank you very much for listening. This is Comatose, and we will be back next week. <laughs>